It's great to see everybody. Uh, thanks for being with us. And um, uh, we're lo really looking forward to learning with Rabbi Schoonmaker this week. Um, and that's really about it. Okay, beautiful. Okay, and yeah, I'll just emphasize that and echo that. It is really great to be here again. I actually wanted to continue, and uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, we are continuing, and uh, consistency is terrific. So, Yashikov to everybody. I know it's not a simple time of the day. Just like Mincha is the hardest prayer to, to be there 5 p.m. for these for the Israeli timers, and the, whenever it is, it's a, not, it's a difficult time. Okay, very important question which is really going to predicate everything we're going to do for the next four days. And I hope that what we do will um, set everybody on a course for continuing the path that we begin, which is what is our, what are our sources in Torah? Besides basic morals, what are our sources in Torah? Is our psukim, our verses that say this, we have to be nice people, nice men and nice women, nice to other Jews. Why? Anybody? Right, right into my chat. Usually, when we think about this topic, we think as we should. It's an amazing mitzvah, central mitzvah. But there's another mitzvah which we have to remember, which, as I believe in our four classes together, we will show. And that takes us further than that. And that is mitzvah going in dark Hashem, going in the ways of Hashem. And when you think about it right away, even when you look at the Hashem shot, the simple interpretation of the words, you can hear that sounds like there's a boundary there. Love your friend as you know, as you love yourself. People, people always ask, oh, what if I don't like myself? Okay, right? But that that's a question that one could ask from that verse. You're loving with some level of limitation. Going in the ways of Hashem. Ronashom's ways are, are 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 limitless. The very fact that we could have such a mitzvah of going in his ways is is almost unfathomable. But yet we do. And that's really what we're going to go into in these four days. Where do we get the mitzvah? Where where does where is that explained in the Torah? Who knows what God's ways are? So the truth is the Mafarshim commentators uh, extend the idea, or uh, Salvechik has a very interesting idea that maybe a person has to be unique, just like Hashem is unique. And some say you have to be truthful, just like Hashem is truthful. And the Maral discusses whether you have to have Midas din, do you have to have judgment, if Kodesh Baruch is judgmental. Okay, th those are all extensions and questions. But there is no question that the basic idea of going B'darach Hashem is going in the ways of the 13 attributes. The 13 attributes that Moshe Rabbeinu came, uh, which HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu after one of Moshe's greatest episodes, when he single-handedly really saved the Jewish people in the most amazing way, when the Kaddish Baruch Hu wanted to destroy them after Chedai Egel, and until the Kaddish Baruch Hu showed him these ways. And the 13 attributes of uh, the 13 Midas HaRachamim are so impressive, and we see that in our daily day life. All Slichot, our, our Sephardi brethren, or our Sephardim ourselves. I grew up in Dill, New Jersey. Uh, I have a love, I see, a certain way that's, you know, I think one of my qualifications of being Chappelle's Rosh Hashiva is because of Hasidic blood. I love Hasidim, and, and, I, love, and I love Sephardim very much. I grew up in, I grew up in Dill, New Jersey. And uh, Svardim say Slichot, they say you give me the Sarachim after every chakras and Mincha, I believe. And us Ashkenazim aren't as lucky, but on the days of Tanesim, of fasts, and of course, during our greatest period of the year, over the Slichot period, we say you give me the Sarachim and the 13 attributes again and again. Ad, Yom Kippur, when, after, call Nidre and Ni'ila, the peak, the essence of everything, where we say that you give me the Sarachim again and again. 
In fact, we know the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah tells us, Bris Krusa, there is a cut covenant between us and God that when we say this prayer, it doesn't go for naught. It doesn't go for naught. When the, when the Yudin, when the Jews together say the Yugim Midas Harachim and 13 attributes, something is done. Mepharshim explained there are two things which um, get that even more powerful. One is, of course, to understand. The more a person understands the Darche Hashem, the more knows the Pshat and the Psukim. And there happen to be many, many, many Mepharshim, many commentators. Uh, it's a Machlokis even in Rashi and Tosis in the Gemara Rosh itself. How to count the 13 Midos and what are the 13 Midos, etc. But the more one delves into it and knows the Pshat, the more effective the Tefillah is. And another point which uh, medieval commentators say is that the more, listen to this, one goes in the ways of Hashem, the more we have in ourselves a chesed, a rachamim, a mercy, which is like Hashem's, the more effective our tefillah is. And besides the fact of having the effecticity of our tefillah, it's a, it's a tzivoy, it's a command. We have to go on the derech Hashem. We have to climb this mountain. It's really Mount Everest. It's Mount Everest on steroids times a thousand to go on the derech Hashem. Okay? So that's really a little bit of an introduction. One last word. Rabbeinu B'chai says, Megalus, listen to these words. In Gullus, in our long, long, long exile, Ein lano koin gadol, you know koin gadol, the low base of Mikdash, L'spalo, lo nishalizah, this is what we have left. This is what we have left, you will meet this. Incredible, that the Rabbeinu B'chai, a central region, saw this tefillah as somehow we don't have a base of Mikdash. We don't have a coin Gadol. We don't have the high priest, but we do still have Yudim Midas Harachim. And it's uh, just one last introduction. It's a it's a sign of God's love for us. That's what we always have to remember. Sometimes we miss in the details the picture. What's the idea? Why did God give us a feel like this? Why should we have such a thing? It's a gimmick. What do you mean? You pray this? Yeah. You pray and you act this way? Yeah. Why? Because He loves us. The Rebbe loves us. Out of from His eternal from His eternal love for us, He gave us ways to get close to Him, and He gave us ways that are. Like a father has a kid, you know, just do this, you know, you, you do th- just do this. I want to give you the present. If you, okay, you won't do that. Do this, do this, do this. That's the love. Abba Rabba Aftanoi. Just saw a beautiful shot from, from uh, Schwab. Abba Rabba, not just a great love, a great love which gets greater. Abba Rabba. Abba Shemid Rabbe. Kaddish Baruch love for us is a love which gets greater. As the generations go further and further, uh, we're in Akiv still, we're only, but still that leftovers, Kaddish Baruch loves us so much in our generation today. And all the difficulties and all the Hester upon him, you have to know that the Rosh has an incredible, incredible love for us, and it's an Abba Rabba, it's an Abba which is getting greater and greater. Okay, that was all by way of an introduction. Our guide, and this is going to be again, there are many, many Mefarshim that go into Yigamun Sarachamim. The Ramak Moshe Cordovero, who was a forerunner to the Arizal, some call him like the Pshat in Kabbalah, and the Arizal is like the depth of Kabbalah. I don't know these things, but uh, Moshe Cordovero was a central Kabbalist. Uh, he wrote a sefer which is Kabbalistic and Musar ethic oriented called Tomer Dvara. I've only learned the first parak. I tried to learn past it out of my pay grade, but I've learned the first parak many times. Where he found the Yugim Midas Harachim in the Psukim at the end of Micha, Micha the minor prophet, one of the Treasar. At the end of Micha, these are Psukim, by the way, which we say at Tashlich on Rosh Hashanah. Those say Tashlich on Rosh Hashanah. Mikhail Kamocha knows the Elven Vavar Al Pesha Sheres Nachalaso, and he found Yugim Midas Hashem Hashem Kel Rachum B'Chan and Erech Apayim Rel Chesav Emes. He found uh, parallels from those Psukim in these Psukim, which is always a wonderful work to show the jive of Chumish and Nach, which obviously are so many places where they go together. So he, in his uh, great uh, Ruach, found that the Yugim Midas relate to that. So we're not going to be relating to the Psukim in Shmos. 
we are going to be learning together the uh, the Tomer Dvorah. Okay, that's what we're going to do because the beauty of the Tomer Dvorah, friends, is not only does he explain the Midah by Hashem and explains it in a in an amazing way and a Kabbalistic way a little bit, partially Kabbalistic, but he also dis- instructs us how to do it. In fact, anybody interested, I have a VOD on, we're not going to be going to the practical so much, we'll read what he says, but anybody who's interested, we have a VOD, I have a VOD on, we just started yesterday, doing this, try to do it in a practical way. Okay, so let's let's start. So with no further ado, we're going to start. Mikel Kamocha. We can bring up the thank you. Mikel Kamocha is the first words of the Pasik. We're right here. Mora Al Hayot, top left of your pages. Um, could you put the do I have a cursor here? I have a cursor. Everybody see my cursor? I'm, I'm going over Mora. Excellent. So the let's see the tr- simple translation. And the beautiful thing, of course, we can't get through that much of it, but is to see how he takes the words. And being true to the words brings out a whole different level of, of idea. You'll see. Mikel Kamocha, which literally Mikel is one of the Shemas of Hashem, as we say in Davani, Hakel, Hagadol, Hagibor, Vanora. Mikel, who is a God like you? Who is a God like you? I ask um, rhetorically, what does that bring up to you? Not what it brings up to the Tomer Torah. Let's see. Mora Al Hayot. This shows Al Hayot, Akadosh Borchu, Melech Ne'elav. What does Ne'elav mean, friends? Insulted. You know what God is? He is insulted. Yeah? Sovel Elbon, who carries, Elbon, who carries insult. Right? Now, this is obviously like light Kabbalistic jargon. We're not used to it from other sources, but we'll show how it's true. Mashalo yachileu rayon. Hachala is a word, big word you've been using in Israel today. I don't want to go into it, but mashalo yachile rayon, with the rayon, which is our concepts, cannot be included. One can't understand it. You cannot believe how insulted Hashem is, as we are about to explain. There is nothing that is held back from his knowledge, his providence, without without doubt. Of course, God knows everything that's going on. Va'od, and here's the kicker. There's not a moment that a, that a person is not nizon, is not sustained from a koch that's on him, right? Now, let's just take a s- step back from that idea for a second. Anyone who's learned Nefesh HaChaim knows this idea, right? Where obviously we don't believe like the Greeks. The Greeks believe that God always was and the world always was. That's obviously not the Jewish belief. Yesh is the so called Tarakula, as the Magya Mishnah says on the Ram at the end of Hilcha Shabbos. But, but we, we in, in the, in, at least in the Kabbalistic world, in the mystical world, from what I understand, I don't, I don't know all the opinions in this, but the, our understanding of the world is that God's light not just created the world, but it's mechadish betuvo b'choyam tamim masavreshis. He is renewing the world all the time, and he's giving koch to the world all the time. Like the Nefesh Chaim famously says, if there will be a moment that the world was out Torah, it would go back to its primordial self, back to Tovavo. That means every single second God is giving to the world, okay? We could talk more about that idea, but it'll take us off track. So two Ideas we have to go before we go for God knows what's going on, and God is giving life to the world and to the sinner every single second. What does that mean? Vahare Timsa, therefore, comes out from these two ideas together. Shemi Olam, never. Lochata Adam Negno, Shalayahuboto Rega Mamash. At the second the person was saying Lashon Hara, the second the person was was uh, making not making a bracha. The second the person was doing whatever other sin he was doing, Shofar Shefa, we go down to here, uh, Shefa, 
Okay, now we need to move over the page a little. I'm blocked by the screen. I'm blocked by the pictures. You can move Maybe. them up to the top. You can, can like double click on double click on the screen. It'll push them. Or, yeah. Ah, thank you. Kuma Tnote Varov. So that means the second friends that a person saw, sinned, God was giving you life. And you're sinning with the koach that God gave you. God does not bring, bring that koach back from you. That's an insult, right? Okay, so let's just... Let's stop here for a second, and I'm going. We're going to skip the next part of the paragraph. And just get to the haray. Just give me another. It's another two, three minutes, okay, Donna? Because we started late, and we we just get all this introduction. So, so let's think. What's Mikael Kamocha? Mikael Kamocha means God. You have the koach. Kael is lashon of koach, strength. Yeshla el yadi. We had last week's parsha, right? Lavan says Yeshla el yadi. Elokim. El mikamocha beelim. El means koach. El also means chesed. So me, Kel who is about koach like you, and who is about chesed like you, that has the koach to destroy the sinner. But not only do you not destroy the sinner, hoping he will do tshuva, you give him the ability to sin. Now let's just bring this home, okay? I could say this a Rosh Hashiva. We have many parents online. Let's say as a parent, you give your kid money. You gave him money to make a party with pizza for the family, okay? He takes... This, none of us should know such a thing, but he takes the money and instead puts out a publication against his parents. And as he's using your plastic, he's publishing against the family, putting all the family's dirty laundry out for everybody to know about on Telegram. Incredible. With my money? <laughs> Who gave you the money? He doesn't have any money. He's a little punk. He's using your plastic to put out on Telegram and TikTok. I hope everybody knows what those things are, right? Against you. Incredible. And here's the point. You put more money into the account. You know why? Because you know he's being stupid. And you know he's an idiot. Or she's just being stupid. And you know maybe he's going to come back. And if I if I pull, right? If I pull back right now, I'm going to cut off the relationship. And I'm going to let it run a little bit. And hopefully, come back. I, I give the marshal as a Rosh Hashiva, you know, we, we have, of course, in Darchenom, and I think any good boss gives a lot of um, space to his staff. But let's say I hear, you know, I can hear the rebellion from, from my my wall. I can hear what's going on in the next room. So I hear them, you know, saying, school maker, the worst Rosh Hashiva ever had, you know, and right there, I gave, uh, I gave him a, uh, I gave him a raise right now, and he's in the other room saying how bad I am. And the and I gave him chizuk, and I told him, you know, say what you want, and you speak freely. But I didn't mean that, and he's specifically speaking against me with, with the podium I gave him. And here's the point, and I know it, and I hear it, and I keep going. That is incredible, okay? We, I hope we hear. So this is Mikhail Kamo, because you already see. Now, already it's a little. it should be a little bit scary, right? That's how we have to ask? Yeah, that is part of Derech Hashem. That is what it means to go Derech Hashem when needed. Obviously, we're not talking about you have an enemy who's trying to destroy you, etc., uh, let's not get referred to uh, to uh, current events, but we're talking about for a good reason. You have a reason for letting something go, letting your kid, letting your competitor, letting your mechutin act like that, letting your son-in-law, daughter-in-law, uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law, 
You know what's you know you know behind every successful man is a shocked mother man. So let's just see how he writes at the end here. Adam This is the midah that person has to have. Ritzoni, and he's going to say two things. Patience, patience, patience. And also to be insulted to this point, and not to draw back my good from the macabre, right? You made a program and they're going against you, but not because you're weak. We're not, we're not talking about low self-image here, friends. Right? We're talking about going with Hashem. Let's someone does it because of low self-image. That's not what we're talking about. I, I just don't have a backbone. God has a backbone. God is mine. She knows what to do. He has a backbone. I have a backbone. I have I have koach. I am kale, but I hold back. Let me end in 40 seconds just with the word sablonis. There's two points here. Sablonis. First thing we have to know is sablonis. And I, of course, I speak to myself very, very much. And there's a tremendous challenge, or a little bit of a low, older tea by the people I see. Um, but the idea of patience is getting worse and worse. Four swipes, too many. You know, I, I Amazon Prime next minute. The idea we need Savalana so much today. We need patience to to be able to handle things and to and to hold them. And it's frighteningly it's frightening fright excuse me, frightening how the world is getting less and less sovel because it's always gonna you can only helicopter parents so much. Then the kid gets married and his wife or her husband are not gonna agree with him. So that's one the first message at least we can take practically is to be uh, Savlana. I look forward to continue with the second meet tomorrow. Uh, no say of them. Any questions, everybody? We did take a question. Thank you very much. Okay, my pleasure. Okay, I look forward to seeing everybody tomorrow. Thank shalom, you. Shalom. Good. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, Donna. Thank you. Okay.